Hello, and welcome to Broadway Babies. I am Stephanie Anderson. And I'm Noelle Hannibal. And today, uh, I'm just doing a little fangirl moment here. Um, today, we have the wonderful Leslie Margarita with us today. Hello, Leslie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> briefly yes. uh, tell us a little bit about your um, your background and your journey into the arts oh this is gonna take another hour um, <laughs> I am a California girl and I was raised on a cattle ranch so and my sisters were much older than I was so I was kind of like a, a alone a, an only child basically um, and so I was so hyper that my parents put me in dance and I loved dance. I started when I was four. And then about eight years old, I saw a production of Annie and I was like, I can do that. And then I auditioned for the tour that was coming through and I ended up getting it. <laughs> so from, from like eight on, I knew I was gonna do this with my life. Now, cut two, I went to UCLA only because I wanted to do the shows at Disneyland. True story. <laughs> the only reason, um, I always knew I wanted to do Broadway, but Disneyland I had to do, because I'm a Disney freak. Totally at 17, like Disneyland princess. Loved it, did it all. Um, and then my journey got a little weird. I thought I was gonna go to New York after college, but during college I, I got a television series, which was a, a remake of the old show Fame. And then I stayed in LA and I worked and I still didn't get Broadway shows. I would go out and audition, still didn't happen. Then I ended up, that was a very truncated version. Then I ended up doing a workshop of one act of a musical called Zorro, which I thought was gonna suck ass. And that was in Los Angeles. And then three years later, I ended up in London and I won the London equivalent of the Tony, which was Cuckoo. Still have not been on Broadway by this point. Nobody's casting me on Broadway. Then uh, while I was in London, uh, right after I got back, a little show called Matilda opened in London. And a friend of mine said, there's a role that you have to play. And I was like, well, I've never been on Broadway. Good luck to me. Flew myself out a million times to audition for Mrs. Wormwood. Had knee surgery in the middle of it. And as I came out of knee surgery, as I came out in post-op, I got the phone call that I got Matilda. <laughs> and that I had three months to rehab uh, a torn ACL. And then I made finally made my Broadway debut in Matilda the Musical like 20 years after I thought I would <laughs> make my Broadway debut. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, the story of moi. We have been today with Leslie Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I 
always tell that story because like I always tell you like kids that think young people I thought I'd be like high school college Broadway star like it just and that happens for some but my journey is so convoluted and cuckoo that I I love telling it now like living amazing journey though it was like is it it ever gonna happen is it ever gonna happen and then you just gotta like trust that it it eventually will you know like it crazy journey you just never think it's going to be what you i never thought it would take me that long to like get to to broadway or or it's just crazy so couple things um (laughs) um couple things so first firstly firstly i would like to state for the record that the award that leslie won is the olivier award right (laughs) Because that's she didn't important. Even drop it. She's, like, she didn't, she's to... like, I just won this little okay. award. <laughs> that would be the Olivia. <laughs> I have to say, Leslie, I'm a longtime fan of yours. I absolutely love you. Your work is oh phenomenal. I must say that. I have to say that. Oh, I freaking love you. I'm always amazed. Oh my God. Why? I'm always amazed. Oh my God. I don't know. We were shocked when you said yes. Right. I was like, she's like, she was like, oh my God, Leslie said yes. I'm like, what? What? What is happening? What is happening? Okay, it's happening. It's like from the office. It's like the office. Okay, it's happening. It's happening. Oh my God. No, I'm like the the lamest. Like, no. Um, and again, nerd, nerd fangirl. No, I'm yeah, totally... listen. Fangirl, from fangirl to fangirl, I really do absolutely love you. I was oh. gonna actually, I'm we're just gonna go on and say it. There you go. Went to your website, I was looking at pictures and stuff, and I'm like, I said to Noel today, I said, I looked at every single picture, and, and every single picture, there's such joy in your work, like. You look like you are having the friggin' time of your life. And I yeah. love that kind of oh. energy when I see it. And it's not like, I mean, uh, there's so many artists that I love. Um, not a lot of them exude that, but I mean, every single picture, I'm like, this chick is having a ball. I love that. How could you not getting to do what I do? Right. I'm like, I am a living Muppet. But I'm always amazed. Thank at, you. I enjoy that. Yeah, I, I'm always amazed Love at the actors, the actors who complain, the actors who are like, right. I don't want to do it. And look, we all have those days. I certainly have those days. But then you, you have to remember like how freaking lucky we are to get to do this as a job at any time. Because right. times like this now when you don't get to do it. I hope, I really hope it kicks some people in the ass because I see people online that are like, I really miss it. I'm like, really? Because I remember you complaining. (laughs) (laughs) Do you calling out? Like, you know, do you? you?" (laughs) You know, I just like, I hope it really makes people appreciate it. Cause, and I love that you said that. Cause I do, I love, love, love what I do. You really do. And it shows, it does show. Like the first time actually you caught, I, you were on my radar is, um, I saw like clips of something of you and Matilda and I was like, who is that? <laughs> For me, it was your, your vlog from the vlog <gasps> oh God, that you did from that. I was obsessed with that vlog. I, 
You know, I loved that vlog so much and I loved doing it. I just didn't realize, well, actually in hindsight it was great because I asked Paul Wontorek, um, normally their vlogs, like people send footage and Broadway.com edits them. Yeah. I was like, hey, my best friend Lauren and I want to edit these ourselves. And Paul was like, okay. And it, so I actually learned how to edit, which is great but it was so much work because I wanted to make these little mini movies every week. And I was like, this is a lot of work. And then I ended up doing like 80 of them. But no, I loved that vlog. I it. it was so fun. So, so fun. There's usually in a show, like I'm one of those people that goes to see a show and totally get immersed in it. And then I, not only are watching the leads or the people with the speaking, I'm also watching people like in the course and there's always there's always one that your eye just goes, now totally. I can watch them and see yeah. what they do the entire show. There's always yeah. one. There's always You know? One. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah. I live for theater. I, live for theater. <laughs> I do the same <laughs> thing. I mean, I do the same thing. I, you know, usually on my birthday every year, if I'm not in a show, I'll buy myself a ticket, like a full price ticket to go see another <laughs> Broadway show. Saying. Like I'm totally... Uh, I, live uh, I always have been as a kid like I had every single show shirt and like a phantom mask on my wall yeah I was in it to win it and so I'm still that way like I'm still I still buy like show shirts right <laughs> me too well, uh, and I, I'm I, very I, upset that I didn't buy emoji land stuff and Laura's like yeah we don't they're not selling it right now because of everything that's been like I mean, why didn't I, I why didn't I buy anything they might still, <laughs> yeah they check now because they might I mean I don't even know what's on their website but they they might have something now I mean might have it now. I think we were hoping to go back yeah well see, that would that you might know, be the other thing I would I would I would like that very much <laughs> Land, the show about a virus none of us were sick <laughs> we were like <laughs> we can do the show I love that. and and I mean thank goodness we got to yeah. see that your show because I like I can't remember the last time I laughed so hard. Oh, I I mean I loved it at Nymph like when we first did it. I so when I heard that they were gonna do it off Broadway, I was like no brainer. I have to do it. Like I I love 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 that part and doing that show so much. So I I I hope it does. I hope they they do something with it because it's super fun. It's so stupid and so fun. <laughs> Like you said, how is there this show about a virus in the middle of a pandemic? Virus, there I, we go. The, so we did the show, the last show we did was the night after you saw it, no, like that Wednesday. And oh, that was the night I saw it. I saw, your, I saw your last show. Yeah. That show was my favorite because when we went virus, everybody was laughing so hard because it was so dying. And we were like, I don't, I, I mean, it was the most ridiculous thing to be living through and singing about. It was just like, I, but I, even that weekend, I was one that was like, let's do it. Let's do the show. Let's do it. And it was just like, <laughs> stuff fell apart so fast. Yeah. But it was, it was weird. Yeah. It was so, so weird. When, when Moulin Rouge shut down and I texted one of my friends and I was like, Hey, so we're at Moulin Rouge. It's been shut down. Are you guys still on? Cause like, we'll just hang out and we'll just meet you for dinner and then we'll come see the show. And he's like, yeah, well, no, we're, we're all good. We're still good. And we're like, okay all right, excellent. We're still at least going to get to see company. Yeah. That's exciting. So 
we went to Schmackery's and drowned our Moulin Rouge sorrows yeah. in, I had three. I'm not That's ashamed to admit I had three cookies. And um, and then like maybe half hour later, he texted me and he's like, everything's shutting down. I was yeah. like, how does that, like literally, we're like, just one more day. Yeah, one it, more it, day. It, I know, I'm so bummed. I really want to, I can't wait to see company when it comes back. I really wanted to see it. It will be back, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really was looking forward to seeing that. There's other stuff too where I was like, I really wanted to see, oh, you know what was heartbreaking that night? Was six. That was six. I just, I just showed <gasps> somebody my that just, Oh, that just gutted me when I heard about that. <laughs> you saw, and I don't know if you went by the theater, but all of the floral arrangements that for opening night that had been delivered were yeah. like, it was heartbreaking to get to your opening night. And that day before an opening night is unbelievable. And I like got, I, I always get to my dressing room before an opening night, like, hours before because gifts and flowers and it's just like right. the energy is insane and I knew that was happening in their theater and I was like devastated for them like yeah. I was like can't they just have an opening and then shut it down I know I know heartbreaking. And I haven't seen it here I saw it in London and I oh you it. did yeah I saw my I had a really um a friend of mine was one of the original girls in London oh, oh. Amy Atkinson she plays Kay oh. Howard Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I haven't seen it here, but it just, I was devastated for those girls. I felt so bad. Yeah. I mean, they'll have an open. They will. Yeah, they will for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. I I was showing Steph, like, I just bought these masks from this girl, this (laughs) this Facebook group. But this, so I've got this one. Six feet away. That's super cute. And I've got, and I've got this one. What is it? What does it say? We hawking dawn masks on. <laughs> <laughs> and we wear our masks to keep us safe. Oh my God. And, the, and <laughs> does anybody have a mask? Stop. <laughs> so they arrived in the mail today. <laughs> I, you know, when we were talking about um, very early on, when we were like, well, when Emoji Land comes back, we were like, can you imagine the virus masks and stuff that like they could sell? I was like, you guys, this See? is perfect. Marketing. <laughs> I have so many masks, no Broadway masks, but, but rhinestones. I'm going to get into that. Muppet masks. I have a lot of. <gasps> Are you like a huge Muppet nut like I am? Huge. I'm, I'm, my entire life, I'm a massive, massive, Leslie, massive. oh my God, I think we are kindred spirits. Yeah. I <laughs> swear and to you. Especially for me, Miss Piggy. Like, I'm a Miss Girl. Piggy nut. My yeah. dude is Fozzie. That's my boy. Oh, I love. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, That's no, I'm, I'm a massive Muppet, Muppet freak. Yes. Yeah, I, um. Yeah, ride or die. I always say, like, any comic timing I learned was from the Muppet, from the Muppet. Yeah, you know, you can't get any better than that seriously none there's you really can't i was always amazed that like the kids in matilda were like you didn't have internet i was like oh my god girl we had we had we didn't have cell phones in our pocket (laughs) in case i needed to call my mom and guess what after school i went out and i got home when it was dark and my mom didn't know where i was i was just out with my friends But you knew to come home when that streetlight went on, though. And I right? drank water out of the hose, and look at me, I'm still alive. There it is. I'm still here. 
crazy. It, it's 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 pretty it's nice. crazy. It's all California I, girls. I love that though. I did, and monkey bars. Who's monkey that? bars and the monkey rape. bars were good. Suicide on the monkey bars. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then behind my knees too. Yes. I had a Sid and Marty Croft themed nice. birthday party at the roller rink for my 30th birthday. Nice. Well, I'm roller skating now in quarantine, so you're okay. So, like not yeah, like actual roller skates and not roller blades. I have both. I have okay. actual roller skates, the okay. quads. Yeah. I ice skate. I started ice skating again like a year ago. Okay. Oh wow. And because I ice skated as a kid, I'm like an ice skating fanatic as well. And I ice skated as a kid, <laughs> and then a, about like a year and a half ago, I was like, I'm just gonna start taking lessons again. So then I took a class that was every day in Central Park last fall. Oh fun. <laughs> at Seven in the morning. And I, so I love, love ice skating, but rinks are closed right now and yeah. still closed in LA. They're, they're opening up in New York, but I'm in LA right now and they're closed. So I was like, Ugh. so I have my inline skates, but then I ordered like quad old school roller skates. And I it, still have um, mine. It's I still rad. have my original so ones. Fun. Oh, oh, nice. Mine have like kind of lime green wheels and a stopper and then like green and silver glittery laces and they're my like skates from when i was in high school i, still I love have it them. Wow. i, love that it I don't of... like roller blades i like roll i mean yeah oh, I, don't I, I i don't I, I have roller blades and i also have um artistic inlines which are like figure skates but wheels um so nice. they're different than like inlines how did this become a skating <laughs> um, yeah i've got like 80 pairs Same of but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we're Broadway babies, where we talk about anything but Broadway. <laughs> there we go. And then when you said you were in Montreal, I was like, let's talk about the skating in Canada. Because yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about that instead? But like my favorite skaters are Canadian. Like, I love it. I love, love, love. Amazing. It's so much ingrained in, in the fabric of your, of well, your adopted or your other country, Canada. My other country. You know. But you're also from my my love of life, Celine Dion. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. My love of life. <laughs> love of life. Because <laughs> I like, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. But yeah, I I I've never been to Montreal. I want to I want to get out there someday. Come visit. I have a guest room. <laughs> right. I have to go back to New York in a couple of weeks to work, and it's uh it's frightening frightening. I, I really hope for a lot of the shows, at least in New York, that it'll be not more than another year. Um, yeah. Just feel like, you know, it's going to be so hard to kind of bounce back, but yeah, we will. We will. Fingers crossed. They're doing the Tonys. They're going to do the Tonys. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Virtual for, yeah. so it's like, I guess it's the shows from like last summer through March, I guess. Yeah. I have a friend who I can't say who, but will absolutely be nominated. And they are calling it the phonies because it's like literally like it is the Tonys, but it's not actually the Tonys because right. <laughs> you're at home. Right. Is you know, it, is that's it, the best is name it, for it, the phonies. Is it the beloved Lauren Patton? 
Lauren Patton, though, come on. Because seriously, doesn't win that performance. I. I'm, I'm so obsessed with her performance that I spent months trying to find a bootleg of just the clip of her doing that number. And then I finally, <laughs> I found it and I found a way to save it onto my computer so that I can watch it whenever I need inspiration. Cause yes. it's just stunning. Yeah. Yeah. I've really never, are. I've never experienced a standing ovation in the middle of a Broadway show for somebody who isn't a name, you know, like, like. Well, big, and what I love about name. that is there's no, vocal pyrotechnics there's no riffing and high belting that everyone's like yes girl throw the shoe yeah. this is like an acting and she sounds phenomenal but like this is like a, an acting class yeah <laughs> and it's so good she's so good and she's just like a rad person as well like she's an amazing person i'm just like here you go take it <laughs> yeah it was absolutely stunning yeah, and i just was like okay that's winning i said to my friend that's what's gonna win the tone like she's gonna beat patty lapone for the tony this year oh wow which patty's not gonna be nominated this year because patty's oh they're not yeah open so yeah it's so weird like half the shows didn't get to open there's a lot i didn't see so yeah, I, I get it because obviously we were doing Emoji Land, so I couldn't see stuff like even things that my I had so many friends in shows that like I couldn't even get to their previews. Mrs. Doubtfire had like had been doing previews oh, from the yeah. North Country. I wanted to see and like I and Diana too, but Diana's gonna go yes. on Netflix, which is cool. Oh, it's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's so much I didn't get to see. Um, what do you think about since it, it, this isn't even we haven't even really talked about what we both had on our list to talk about but that's okay <laughs> but what do you think about the um like the filmed the film thing oh, for netflix i think it's film? awesome yeah. i i have a love-hate relationship with bootlegs i have yeah. no problem with people watching bootlegs um if they cannot get to see the show my problem with bootlegs is that this generation has now made it their uh, way to be bitchy and compare people and make videos going, she's better than this person, blah, 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 blah. That is the part of bootlegs that I hate. My other thing about bootlegs is that it takes all the creativity out of how someone will play a role. If you're watching a bootleg of somebody, and you're a young actor, you automatically think that you have to play a role the way that the person that on the way. And so I think it sucks all the creativity out of the art form. That said, having it professionally filmed and the way that it's meant to be seen with camera angles and like that Hamilton is awesome. Yeah. And I, so I think, especially in, in these times, it's amazing to have a more professional version yes. that you can see because you can't physically get there. So I think mm -hmm. it's awesome. I wish more shows could do it. I wanted them to do Emoji Land so badly. And they were talking about maybe like Broadway HD doing it. I just think it's such a better way to have it done the way that the creators want you to see it. Mm -hmm. not from somebody's boob camera on an iphone yeah 
<laughs> with us glaring at it, going, put it away, put it away. Yeah. You know, I just think that's the much better way to go. So I love it. I think I think it's a great idea. Um I'm really I'm really anxious to see Diana. I just think it's cool because you know, the the directors like Hamilton, you you there are facial reactions that I didn't see. Right. Mm-hmm in the show because I was either too far away or I was watching somebody else. And now you can really see somebody's performance, like the depths of some of these performances are just phenomenal. So I'm all for it. All for I it. love in, in the Hamilton thing in particular, watching um, Ariana DeBose, like, you know, I, I mean, when I saw, I saw the show twice on Broadway, I understood the concept of the bullet the first time I yeah. saw it because I like Stephanie was talking about earlier. Like I, I look at like on the ensemble more than I look at necessarily like the leads, but getting to see that on Disney plus, which the day it was released, I watched it twice the same day and watching all of the times because I didn't catch all of the time that she like with Philip and with, it was just like, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it now. It's so genius and and so brilliant. And um, I'm loving, like, American Sun I thought was fantastic. And even the one Justin Sargent did, which was, like, an odd little show, but um, no one called ahead. It was a Paul Gordon show that that was released on on Amazon Prime. I think it was on Amazon or Hulu or something. And I watched it, and it was, like, a strange little show. And we know Justin. And, but, but I loved that you know, it's making it accessible, like you said, in the way that it's intended to be seen to the the kid that lives in Germany that can't get to London or New York or whatever to see it. I'm like, bring me more. I will pay for a subscription to whatever service provides theater. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The whole, like, I, I got in like a Twitter fight with some kids over bootlegs that I, and I shouldn't have because I know better. But like I, I was trying to explain it, I'm like, no, I'm not anti bootleg. I'm anti crappy. Yeah, yeah. Crappy bootleg. I'm anti crappy bootleg. I'm anti the comparison thing. Just kills me. Yeah. Uh, the, the TikToks with the kids ugh. and the the riffing and the I'm like, you guys, it's not what it's about. Yeah. And for the theater to, for the younger generation to bring new stuff to the theater, it cannot be this. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Just. So yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that stuff. Cause I, I think it's, it's how people want you to, to see it, you know? And yeah. it's, mm-hmm. I mean, how many bootlegs of Hamilton were there, but everybody's watching the good one, you know? And I know Lynn is extremely anti-bootleg. Yeah. So, yes. you know. And they're they're pretty like they were pretty good about getting stuff taken down and um but I just think it's it's so cool to see it like that. Yeah. And I just I like I just am thankful to the gift of us getting to see it like a year and a half early. Yeah. It was supposed yeah. to be in the theaters in like October twenty twenty one, but he's like, Well, you know, we can't give you in the heights right now which I was I was supposed to be in LA in June and I already had like a date with friends to see in the heights opening day at the theater. You know, but he's like, We can't give you in the heights, but we're gonna give you this on Disney Plus and I was like Praise I, you, Lynn. <laughs> I, I prefer to be at home to watch my movies anyway, but yeah. because also like when I was watching Hamilton, I'd be like, what? And I stop it and then go back and then be like, what? Like, 
and stuff like like Ari Debose is a friend of mine, so I already think the world of her. But I remember, I mean, every performance that that girl does is on. Unbelievable. But I remember watching her in that show and I was like, what wait, no, I need to see this again. So now I can. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 Anytime, I, I, anytime you want. You wake yeah, up before right. in the morning, can't sleep, put it on yeah. for five minutes. Yeah. Oh but yeah. I loved I loved when they did that with legally blonde. Yes. <gasps> oh my god, that's one of my favorites. But oh you know my god, I love that. The one thing that I hated about Legally Blonde, the one and only thing that I hated about that filmed version of Legally Blonde was the kids, like the kids then, because that was what, 10, 12 years ago, um, talking about Laura Bell and how she ended uh, so much better. Uh, I don't Because um, I just remember, I, I, I remember like getting into it with these kids who were like, she didn't do it the same as she did it and did this and then the bootleg that I oh, saw okay. this. And this that and is why I don't like the bootlegs. Exactly. It's and I'm like, can you just shut up and enjoy the fact living. that you get this? Theaters <laughs> is a living art. So if you are at a show where somebody doesn't do their your favorite Elphaba riff, guess what? You saw huh. a show that was different. How exactly? Cool exactly. Like enjoy it. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Like I don't read reviews. It's been now five years. <laughs> I have a band. Yeah. with me. You can tell me if the show got a good review. Um, you cannot. But I tell don't want to hear about myself. I don't want to hear about myself. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I did that because I went down like a, a message board hole, a long time ago, and it was awful. And now I, now I, my friend finds them for me and I read them in my cabaret show. Like I find the worst funny ones and I'll read them. But I can't look at message boards. I can't look at reviews. And it's been the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, it's freeing. It's very freeing. It's totally freeing. And I try and tell kids now, I'm like, don't, it's the same thing with those comparison videos. Don't watch them, don't make them. Yeah. What, what, what does that do? Great, yeah. great. I love that you have an opinion. Nobody else needs to know about it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Nobody needs to know who your favorite fucking. Oh, sorry, I can't swear. But, oh, oh, nobody, okay. oh no, like, you can. Kidding, you can totally swear. But I was <laughs> gonna say opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. So. And I used to get so protective because people would do it about like the Matildas or the kids. The kids, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Went full mama bear mode i was like good for you absolutely not because these kids would find that stuff yeah and they'd be like, oh they saw this show and they said i cracked and i was like that's it so i tried it's totally freeing the the i find that whole like you're saying like with the laura bell bundy that people were like she didn't end it i find that part of what i do so toxic and so i understand why People like Jesse Mueller aren't on social media, aren't, you know, I, I totally understand that part of it. I've just found a way to navigate it so that I don't see a lot of it. Right. Um, and then sometimes I get in fights about bootleg and then, then I've got to like block the word bootleg from my Twitter. So, you know, I learn. Uh, right. <laughs> it's like, no, but, like, but it's, yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm most proud of that. I feel like that's been the, the best thing for me, at least. Some people don't care. Some people can like, yeah. I just take things so I, I, I'm too emotional. I'd be like, they hated me. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> oh, um, 
we are OG fame, um, fame obsessed. So just tell yeah. us a little bit about the process of, of getting that show um, and what it was like working on something that's a remake oh of something God, that's yeah. so beloved. Uh, when I was in at UCLA, um, I started auditioning for TV stuff and I got a pilot directed by Kenny Ortega, who, uh, is amazing. He directs all, he did all the high school musicals and he does all the Newsies. descendants. Movies. Yeah. And newsies. Yeah. Um, Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs> um, and I, I love Kenny Ortega so much. And so I got this pilot and it didn't go, but um, right after that, he said, you know, I'm doing a, a remake of fame. And I was like, Oh, amazing. So I auditioned, but I didn't sing or dance in any of the auditions. Cause I was kind of like the Doris Vinsucker, but they knew that I, that I sang and I danced. So, you know, if I was cast, like uh, I eventually did sing and dance on the show. Um, I had really no TV experience much. And I just kept auditioning for the show. And my final audition was actually at the LA improv at, at the actual club with these actual improv people. That's what they did. I was auditioning against them. And I think I just had no fear. I was like 18, you know, I had no fear. And I just, I don't know, got this show. And I loved the original fame. Um, I remember watching the TV show when I was little and like, I just, I loved it. And so I got this show that really wasn't like the original fame. Like we weren't at a high school. We were supposed to be like, like just out of high school and all living in an apartment building in LA. And it was kind of like Melrose Place. <laughs> Um, but with dancing. But with dancing. <laughs> um, but we did 22 episodes. Um, and working with Kenny and the choreographers, Marguerite Derricks, who is, uh, you know, a, hi, showgirls, one of my favorites. Um, I learned so, so, so much about filming. I learned a lot about myself, but it also gave me a lot of insecurities <laughs> about not being the, the pretty skinny one on a TV show when you're, you know, my whole life, nobody had told me I, I didn't look like a leading woman or I didn't have the body of a CW girl. Then it was the WB, <laughs> you know, but like. Right, um, the WB. Yeah, but I, so that like two years really taught me a lot. Um, and I loved it and I hated it. And, and when it finished, I was like, well, this is easy. I'll just get another TV show. No, um, you know, it, it, it really taught me a lot. The fun fact about Fame LA is that when I got Fame LA, I had to turn down another job, which was the LA company of Rent. I was going to be the Maureen cover. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the, I guess the Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, yes. I, yeah. I, I was at opening night of that show. Yeah. And Wilson Cruz, of course. Yeah, and I was devastated. And, oh my gosh! And because all I did, I, I just wanted it. I I started auditioning for Rent for the second company out, which was Boston, and it was like between me and and um, a couple of people, and it like it, I really wanted to do that show, and I never got to do it. Never got to do it. Aww. Yeah, but that's a fun fact. But yeah, I I learned a lot in that time period, and I still love Fame. I I. <laughs> You know, it was just, and I, I, I still am friends with a ton of those people. And it just, it taught me a lot. I'm glad I was that young. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, yeah. 
That's it. It was crazy. But uh, I think like it really kind of cemented my staying in LA as well as I really liked TV. I love doing TV. It's totally different. And um, I think that's probably why I didn't move to New York right away, you know, other than Disneyland, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's hard to leave Disneyland. But even after I did fame, I went back to my jobs at Disneyland and Universal Studios I worked at um, because those are the best jobs ever. And my friends to this day, Wayne Brady, Eden Espinoza, we were all at Disney and Universal. Yep. Like we all, Stephanie Block was there. Like Stephanie Block, yep. My we first all, job at Disneyland, I worked with her. It was just, we were all there and it was yeah. the best training. And I think theme park performers are the best performers ever. We don't call out, we know how to do, how to pace ourselves. You, you know, you, you know how to perform in any kind of condition. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff is thrown at you and you know how, you know how to like get through it. It's just, I, I can't recommend it enough for performers, for young performers to do it. Yeah. So I was, I was happy to go back um, and, and, and do that. I, <laughs> I want to ask you about a show that I don't know much about. I just saw it listed on your IBDB or something. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to know about um, Whose Holiday? Oh! <laughs> tell us, oh. please tell us about Whose who's, who's Holiday because who's that just holiday. sounds like the most joyous thing that I would love. Right? It, and I'm mad I missed it. <laughs> I, oh man, I'm mad you guys missed it too. That is something I would love to film. Whose Holiday is a one woman show about grown-up Cindy Lou Who, who now lives in a trailer. She's an outcast from Whoville. Wow. She had a relationship with the Grinch and had a child with the Grinch. She ended up going, she did time in prison. She has a bit of an alcohol problem. She's a chain smoker. And it, the entire show is in rhyme. It's in Who Speak. It was the hardest thing I have ever done in my life because the show is you're by yourself it's all in rhyme and if i fuck up a line i'm screwed because then the rhyme doesn't work um i had never done a show a one-woman show like that um it is hysterical it's heartbreaking it, it was so amazing and i loved loved doing it and i'm really sad that we didn't do it again um, it, I, I don't know how to describe it. It was like every night we only, you know, I had like a stage manager and my dresser. There was just three of us backstage and every night they would have to push me on stage because I wanted to throw up. And this was two years ago. I wanted to barf. The thought of having to be on stage by myself for an hour and a half, two hours was so frightening to me. So I, really look at that as a triumph. If anybody out there is thinking about doing a one person show, do it. It's terrifying, but it is like so gratifying that I actually like got through it, but I loved her. I loved this story of, it really is like this ridiculous story, but it is the triumph of people who are knocked down and how they get back up. And I'm very much about that kind of message of, 
people are going to throw stuff at you at your life and it's how you get back up that's important. So I loved it. I loved the story and I really hope we do it again. I, I really would love to film it for the holidays. Like I would oh, love that would to. be amazing. It's, adore it's just, it's so good. It's oh. so good. I saw it listed and I was like, all I saw, what? all I saw was Cindy Lou Who and One Woman Show. That's all I saw about it. Now I'm like, desperate to see it it's hysterical <laughs> because you know all you know of cindy lou who is the little like oh, and you don't know what happened to her and so it's like her <laughs> it's really 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 fun and and inspirational in a weird way <laughs> let's talk a little more about emoji land so you did you did emoji land at nymph yes and then, I, um, yeah, my uh, associate director from Matilda, Tom Caruso, I had done another show at NIMF. I, I loved, it doesn't exist anymore, RIP NIMF, but um, I love helping new writers out at any time. And I think it's so important. And, um, you know, NIMF was so phenomenal in getting these voices heard. So I, my experience with NIMF was fantastic always. Um, and I had done a show the previous summer called Matthew McConaughey versus the devil. <laughs> which was hysterical. I was the devil. And it was basically like Damien Keyes. Damien Keyes, like, Matthew, I, Matthew McConaughey did a deal with me to win the Oscar um, for whatever, Dallas Buyers Club, whatever we called it. It was like Houston Club Buyers, I don't know, whatever. Um, so Tom Caruso had directed that. And so he called me the next summer and he said, I'm doing another nymph show, Princess Emoji. And I went, I'm in. I didn't even, I read nothing about it. <laughs> yes. So we did it at Nymph and I thought it was so original and so funny. And I remember thinking what happened happened. People go Emoji Land, well, that's dumb, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, just give it a chance because it is so deep and so topical about what's happening in the world now. And um, so I was thrilled when they said they were doing an off-Broadway version. And I mean, what they did, the design of it, the, the cost, like everything I thought was so great. And I had a blast like playing, I love playing like idiot people. <laughs> Um, and so playing princess, which, which she basically was a version of, um, uh, our president. I loved doing it. I thought it was hysterical and I got to pole dance. So you did indeed. I honestly have to say that I think it's the hardest I've ever laughed at a show oh. in my entire life. I like, I cried laughing. I, I would break every night. Josh Lehman played the prince. Yeah. And I... I'm terrible anyway, like I break on stage all the time, all the time. I would, I, I had a really hard time in the show not laughing at every single person on stage. It was just like, we had a blast, we loved it. We loved doing it. And I think people came away going, I had no idea I would be moved. I had no idea about how political it was, uh -huh. you know, 
it, it just really, I thought it was, it's so smart and I really hope it has a life because the music's great, the story's great it, and it just, it looked amazing. And I got to live like my Lady Gaga dreams with like pink ponytail and like, I loved it. I loved every second. So I really hope it comes back. Yeah, it was. Awesome. I, I, I'm so glad we did an album. The album's awesome. Oh, like, it is so great. Yeah. And, and and I try really hard when I go to see a show to a new show to not. Yeah. Like I, the cast recording came out before I saw the show because I saw the show right the night before the yeah. shutdown. So I purposely did not listen to the cast recording. I didn't watch any clips. All I knew about the show was from Keith and Laura. Yeah. Uh, um. So I went in blind, I guess, you know which made it so much better because I really was like, all I knew was that it was emojis in emoji land. That's literally all I knew about the show. I mean, this cast was stacked. Unbelievable. For an off-Broadway cast, I mean, it was unreal. Every single person was like a heavy hitter. Every single person was amazing. Like it was, it was so fun. And I just, yeah, I was so grateful that 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 happened and we got to do it and yeah i really hope more people see it out of the shows and the things that you've done what are the ones just if you could name a couple of um projects that you've worked on that you've absolutely um those were the ones that you love you know that you really like covet this one this one i love not that you don't like all of them but you know what i mean um definitely zorro the show that I did in London, because I spent, um, when I first got it, it was only one act. And so this role was basically written for me. And I spent four years with it before it ever became a show show. Um, So that was very much, that character was my baby. I, I love that show so much. And, and because I felt like part of me is in that show. Like a part of me will always, right. even if, you know, I see other countries do it and I'm like, that's me that they're doing, you know, like things that, that I, things that I came up with that they put in the script. Like it, there's, I think people that originate roles, it's always the coolest thing. Cause you're like, no, you're, you're doing me. Like it's, it's, it's a cool, it's really cool to see that live on. That was incredibly special. And even Matilda was like that, but somebody had done that role before. So it was, I still could make it mine, but it wasn't like mine from the ground up. Um, right. The other th- show that I loved so much was The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, I did it, it's now four years ago um, at a regional theater, Sacramento Music Circus. And it was the m- most magical experience I've ever had doing a show, Broadway, not Broadway, whatever. Um, I loved that I got to play as Merelda because I loved the show. And this was a brand new version of it. And uh, Quasimodo was played by a deaf actor. It was just the most perfect group of people and that perfect production. So that to me was the most special, I think, time I've ever had doing a show. So those two like really stick out for me. I mean, they're, it's really hard. I mean, like my first, the first preview of Matilda, which was my Broadway debut, will always be crazy. Like, I remember sitting on the side of the stage thinking, I remember listening to this music as I was driving on the 405 in LA, as I was auditioning. I remember listening to this, I remember listening to what I'm about to say on a Broadway stage. And that memory, like, really clear to me. And that, 
I remember being like, don't think about it. You're going to cry. You're going to cry. You're going to cry. <laughs> and I was behind like the, um, I was on the hospital gurney and like behind the screen. And I just remember my, I was saying the lines which weren't smiling and happy, but my face was like, so I was smiling so big. And I just, at that moment will stay with me just forever. Like that's, it is everything that you wanted it, you know, like it was everything I wanted it to be. And I think because right. it took me so long to get there, it meant more. Uh-huh. I think had I been 18, it wouldn't have meant as much, but like, having to wait that long and then you know it just it meant a huge so th- those things are the ones that stand out the most for sure it, and i try and tell this to people coming up to broadway's just a street it does not matter where you're performing you could be performing for two people for nobody if you love what you're doing it's all the same mm-hmm. I, I found no difference from my community theater or regional shows than i did on broadway it's just a bigger budget <laughs> Sometimes not, right. but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right. Like, there really is no difference from my Disney shows to the, you know, I, I, because the, the love of what I do is, shouldn't change. So yeah, I, I find it um, really annoying when I meet performers who, who don't like what they do. I'm like, please then step aside. Why so are you doing someone, right. someone who wants this yeah. job can take it. So, uh, you know, and I, I, it's a tough thing. It's not an easy gig. No, especially. it's absolutely not. But it, you, I, I had to remember this because I, I just auditioned for something, uh, self-tape. Um, <laughs> 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 my favorites are like my dog's half face, like coming into the self <laughs> Yes. Having to, in my mind, think, okay, let's, let's calm down the chatter. Let's not get excited because in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, self-tape. Okay, let me make sure I've got the script together. Okay, I got that. I can set it up over here and I can move the chair over. Oh my God, what if that line, that line doesn't sound right. What? Ah, you know, I had to really stop and say, okay, Stephanie, enjoy the process. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah. All of it. It's not a big deal, but it is a big deal. I mean, I get that, but just enjoy everything about this that you're doing. And that's really hard to do. It's really hard. It to really do. is. No matter how much you love it. Like I, I hate auditions. I hate, hate. <sighs> I get incredibly nervous. Um, incredibly nervous. Yes. So it's, 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 that's the hardest thing for me is to just quiet the noise and, and remember like what I love about it in those situations. That's the hard part. Cause auditioning is the job. The actual job is just like the icing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, so true. Absolutely, so true. yeah. Auditioning is my job, and I, I, so that aspect of my job I don't enjoy. Um, and you know, people are like, you have to, you have to try and enjoy the auditions. I'm like, I just, I have to try that. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I have no trying that. <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part. Is I just I. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that is—it's the roughest to me. Yelling at that, yeah, that's the hardest part. But quieting the noise is is the worst. But yeah. when you love what you do, that is a little right. bit. You know, I try and tell. I keep talking about the youngins, but like it's hard. What we do is really difficult, and it looks easy. It looks easy to get a show. It looks easy, no matter where that show is. It looks like oh, they just well. The amount of rejection is unbelievable. And, and 
it's still, it's so hard for me. It's a daily struggle. And I have like massive anxiety. My, I will escalate things like nobody's business. I have massive anxiety problems. Like it's just all these things that everybody has to deal with that you just figure out for yourself, like how to deal with it all. But yeah, the rejection is still cuckoo nuts. And people that think that like, once you're on Broadway, oh, you're sad. I'm like, oh, no. No, no. That's not how it works. <laughs> not how it the works. amount of rejection versus the one gig you yeah. get is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize that, like, you know, you go, like, I go to New York. Sometimes I'm at three auditions in a day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Three auditions in a day of completely different types of shows. Yeah. People, I mean, there. I know people that are waiting in line in the snow for like a, a non-equity call to be seen. They're waiting hours in the snow, and it's hours. Like it's hours. Hours. So you really have to love it. Um, and it's so funny. My husband was just reading an article about, and he's not an actor, but he was just reading an article about somebody who who was saying if you can see yourself doing this at 70, like acting, then that's what you're supposed to do. Uh You know, if you can see yourself not famous, but just being an actor at 70, absolutely that's what you're supposed to do. You know, and I think think it's so hard these days with the social media and the TikTok and kids see, you know, you high school kids getting to be on Broadway and they think, well, that's, that's easy. It's not, it's, you know, that's a whole other set of problems that those kids are going to have to deal with later. You know, like right. everybody's True. got their own path. Um, I'm a huge believer in that. And you just have to follow your own and it's like nobody else's and you cannot compare your journey to anybody else's. Cause Lord knows I have compared my journey to so many. And it, like we said before in the beginning, it was a crazy journey, but that was mine. Yeah. So you just have to trust that like what's yours is coming and what is yours won't pass you by. Right. Live by that. Yeah. And I think make also making, you know, creating your own stuff as well. You know, like, like it's not just about being on Broadway. Like you said, it's about whatever theater you can do. And if that means creating a little, you know, community of your own and putting on your own shows and, producing and performing and doing whatever you can do just because that's what you want to be doing. That's what you love to do. It's not going to matter what street you, like you said, what street you do it on. It doesn't matter if you're doing it in LA or Montreal or New York or um, Cleveland, Ohio. I've had the same, I've started doing my cabaret shows in LA and I, my team has stayed the same for now 11 years of doing these cabaret shows and that will never change. I will never, ever change those people because that is my little creative pod and I'm singing the songs I want to sing. And trust me, we, when we started doing cabaret, I think cabaret shows should be what you want to sing, what you mm-hmm. want to right. say. But there is like a stigma of, you know, my, I have normal cabaret shows for like the old people who want standards or whatever, but my main cabaret show is multimedia. It has screens. It has, you know, it had uh, puppets, it has what it like, and, and we got so much pushback in the beginning of people going, well, there's no, there's no musical theater songs, there's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, then don't come see it. You know, yeah. you write your own thing so that you can get your 
voice heard. And I think it's so important for people to write their own stuff or sing what they, whatever you want to say, say whatever you want to say. And, you know, finally, when we started doing it in New York, people kind of got it. And, 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 and there are still people who are like, well, it's a, you know, (laughs) crazy little show. I'm like, well, great. That's what I wanted to put out. So like you said, I think it's so important to do your own thing, write your own stuff. Who cares? Who cares? Just yep. put it there. Okay, I gotta I gotta be a fangirl for five seconds on you. And I know <laughs> I know it. I know we've gone so long. <laughs> and um I have to tell you that when you popped up on Homeland, I lost <laughs> my shit. I was like, it's her! It's the woman that sat behind me at Anastasia. When I went up to you at at at, at Emoji Land and said do you remember me and you did i told everybody including stephanie i told literally anybody and i tweeted about it and i posted about it on facebook because it was like of what wound up not being the greatest two days because of covid you know like that was a highlight for me because when i saw you outside of anastasia you were talking to jay armstrong johnson and so i had said hello to him and then we were we got in line to go into the theater and i saw you saying hello to him and then i was telling my friend about you from our seats and this little voice from behind us is like i'm right here <laughs> and we turn around and like literally uh, in a 1500 seat theater she's sitting behind me and we did our ridiculous selfie and you know that was that and then and then um when i saw you at emoji land and you're like i remember I, that was my birthday and i took right. myself to the yeah. theater and all that stuff. i was like yes. But when you popped up on Homeland, like for a, about two minutes, I recognized you but didn't recognize you. I was like, "Who is that? Right. Who is that? <laughs> I know. What do I know her from?" And then yeah. it was like, "Ding!" And I was like, oh! "I love that." <laughs> so well, I, I have to fangirl because I love that show. Um, uh, I let me tell you, I fangirled. I love love Homeland. Like had always watched Homeland, so when I got the show, I flipped because I love, and part of me was like, part of me is like, I don't want to do the shows that I love because then I'll ruin it because I'm in it. (laughs) And then I can't watch the show because I'm in it. So I I can't watch myself, but, um, I love, love, love. Like I, I actually love doing dramas because they're so much easier than comedies. Like they're just true. Comedy's really hard. And so the dramas for me are like, it's like a break. It's like, great. Um, and I love that show. And I, the best thing that came out of that show, and we spent like a month filming um, in Virginia. And the best thing was Mandy Patinkin came out to me and he goes, hi, I'm Mandy. I do musicals too. Yeah. <laughs> I like really? myself. I was like, yes, I know. I know. I, I'm aware. And then not- he became like my BFF on oh, that show. Oh my God, I would die. I <laughs> literally love that man so much. And I think I people love that. Were to talk to him or something because then we just would, would talk about musicals for hours. Oh, and that's I awesome. Like, I love him and then i just i love that man so much he's like the greatest but yeah that was my favorite moment of all time i'm mandy i do i musicals. love that intro. i do musicals too that's amazing i find that all the time especially like the broadway community is so small 
And I'm such a fangirl that like meeting people, I, one of the flea markets, they sat me next to Bernadette freaking Peters. No. Yes. I peed. <laughs> I, my friend said I was catatonic when she sat down. I was like, hello, Miss Peters. And she was like, hi, Leslie. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my friend on the other side was like, it's on your name card. <laughs> But I like flip out. I like, I freak out when I see people. Yeah. I, I have met and sung for and, and did some, have done so many things with Donna Murphy, yet I love Donna Murphy so much that I still, I can't. I was like, I'm like, hi, Miss Murphy. She's like, Leslie, how many times? <laughs> I have to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. Like, how many times have I, like, we, it's Donna. It's Donna. I'm like, okay, Miss Murphy. I like I still flip out. I flip out. Yeah. Flip out. Yeah. I, people will come up to me, like famous people or people that I think are famous, the Broadway famous, will be at like an opening of mine and be like, hi, I'm and I will gush over them. And they're like, Well, I was here to see you. You were great. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love Broadway Con so much, because not oh only gosh. do I get to like meet fans but then i i go to the broadway con panels and yeah. i will sit there and be like it's the original cast of rent oh my God. <laughs> i think it's the best it I is love it. I yeah. love it love it love it I, I do it every year and it's just like i'm i don't know what they'll do this year but um, i know yeah so fun yeah I, I doubt that i they probably they shouldn't have it this i don't year. think so yeah i don't think it'll happen this year no this has been amazing. We've 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 thoroughly gushed over you. I think I love it. Please, I get really uncomfortable. I'm telling you, Leslie, I absolutely adore you. I just I can't tell you how much I really can't. That means so much. It really does. I'm amazed anybody even cares or knows who I am. Or oh no, honey. I will never forget you. I will, st I just, I still, I still, hear, your, I still hear your voice saying I'm right here behind me because I was like, oh my God, don't you know her? She was this and she was that and she was this. I'm, I'm right here. Oh my God, I'm mortified right now. Oh I'm so glad you didn't have any popcorn in your hand. You were so nice. That's why, look, trust me, I have been where I was in standing room at a show and I heard people talking about me not nice <gasps> and I went I'm right oh. here it's a different oh. idea <laughs> way different than how you said it to her right yes right I've heard it and it's so I'm, I'm always when people are nice then I'm always like oh my god yeah I had bought myself a ticket for my birthday and I wanted to see Anastasia because I love Anastasia and I wanted to see it and I see my friends <laughs> I was all by myself. I think I had like my champagne for my birthday. And I was like, <laughs> Didn't you wind up on on Christie's vlog as well? From yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back a couple times. Oh, you to did because I did um, John's vlog. Oh, maybe it was Christie's that John was on. I don't know. But I went back a couple times. I had so many friends in it that I I just I had to see. You know, that's the greatest thing is there are some shows like I've seen Waitress probably eighty times because I always have a new friend going in. Yeah. And I've seen, seen like it, every all of my I've friends seem to go in for four. Dr. Parker. Four times? I think I've seen it four times. 
I saw so like, twice, hey, twice with Jesse, twice with Jesse, Cat, twice with Jesse, once with Cat, and once with Sarah. I never got to see Sarah, but I like literally so many friends of mine have gone in that I've had to see it. <laughs> They're like, oh, darn, I got to go see it again. I, I love that show. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. 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 And like Wicked, I got to see everybody that goes in. <laughs> everybody in Wicked. <laughs> Luckily, I love Wicked, so it's fine. But like everybody's right. got to go in to see it. <laughs> yeah, those are those shows, those long-running shows where I'm like, all right, I got to go see my friends. Yeah. <laughs> and then I show like, support. That covers that go on. Like, you know, that... It's a bummer when you have a show because you can't see other shows. Right. But when you're right. not working, the, you know, the, the, the good thing is that you can go see, go see stuff. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the hardest thing is seeing stuff that you really wanted that you didn't get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, but you still got to go support your friends. So. <laughs> Sometimes you see it and you're like, oh, oh, I see why I totally didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. It was way better. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Most of the time I do that, I'm like, oh, oh, she was so much better. <laughs> All right, so our guest today has been Leslie Margarita. Thank you so much for being here. I had the best time, you guys, and I'm going to come back. You Yay! Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. <laughs> Love it. Roll it. <laughs> Oh my God, I'll be back anytime, please. Awesome. <laughs> okay, we're going to try and sign off now. So okay. Okay. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> I'll get it together. Thank you for listening to us today here on Broadway Babies. I am Stephanie Anderson. And I'm Noelle Hannibal. <laughs> we'll see you again real soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you guys are rad.